So um, oh, I, I stuff that's right. Every now and again, you just got to say, "Oh yes." Yeah, so. Cool. so that's what we go. G'day, <laughs> everyone. Viewing, Welcome to what yeah, we play. So as soon as, we're, as soon as we're live, by the way, people. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hi everyone! Welcome to Wobbly Player Syndrome, the 440k podcast, full of professionalism, right here, right now. We have a full house. Look at everyone! Hi everyone! See, everyone's waving on the podcast. Right. Listen to the sounds of our waves. It is episode 43, and we are calling this one "Always Look on the Bright Side." Uh, you'll find out why when we get to the yes, I know we thought we're gonna burst into song and forget our heads going the right way at the same time. That'd be great. <laughs> now, as I said, we do have a full house. Everyone's here. How good is that? We have Radio Mike. Hey hey. We got safe for work, Mark. Hello. And right next to him, not safe for work, Mark. Hey hey. <laughs> we got Adam. Hey. We got Anthony. G'day! And we've got me, Greg. How you going? Mm, G'day! I mean, yeah, yeah. Yay! <laughs> and look, you may notice something different if you are watching us live. We've got almost the same show for everyone else because we have someone who's come on board who's decided who'd like to listen to us. And um, so some of this podcast is will be brought to you by Manscaped. And you'll find out more later on. <laughs> How is everyone? Surviving lockdown? Um, I'm really loving week two of our, uh, well, no, sorry, week eight of our two-week lockdown. It's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, we've all been talking about all the haircuts we need. Um, Michael, we just can't keep him shut about yeah. his haircut needs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but everyone's keeping saying, oh, we've got some lightning of the things happening this weekend, so I think we're all booking in the game as of this weekend because we're allowed yeah. to have one person that's not from the household over? Oh, there's not two people over. Oh, I think it's. I yeah, it was... you're allowed. You're allowed to have two people who aren't. Excellent. The we can now film and with someone editing. Yep. <laughs> I think to recall, it's actually two people plus children as well. Mm. It's not just two people, including children. No, I don't hear the plus children. Oh, let's but... not go too crazy. <laughs> no, no, we'll keep that <laughs> down. Away. Put them down. <laughs> not put them down. Put them away. <laughs> put them away. <laughs> they're, they're staying in lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, very exciting. So our podcast is very late in the, in the uh, month. We normally start you know, the second week. This is like mm-hmm. the last Monday of the week. Oh, well, I know you've had a long drought waiting to hear our sultry voices, but here we are. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Ladies coming out to you in FM land. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, we've got to save those voices for later. You know that, don't you? <clears throat> So, let's get into it. We normally go straight into what's new. Take it away, Mike. What's new? Well, uh, there's actually not a whole lot that's new this month. Uh, You know, with all of the lockdowns all over the place and problems with shipping, GW's really not released that much 40k stuff in the last month. We got the uh, the Orcs Codex finally came out, which just confused and felt like a bit of a letdown for all of the people who already had the Orc Codex. Um, they also released the Kill Rig, uh, the Hunter Rig. They released a Pain Boss model, uh, Mozrog Scragbad, and that really cool looking Squigasaur model. So you know, there's a lot of cool Orc models that came out. Mm. Um, and they also released those those uh, action figures of the Vanguard, Infiltrators and Incursors, which look pretty cool. I mean, Indeed. if if I was the kind of person to buy action figures of 40k stuff, I'd totally buy them. 
I'm um, clearly not the sort of person who would do that. No, definitely not. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't have enough room for my actual 40k stuff on my shelf, so I try not to buy more. Because <laughs> the minute, if I, if I start, I won't stop. <laughs> oh, that's exactly what happened with that. I bought one, what are those called? The vinyl pops? Just one. I went, oh, cool, grab that. And now there's a few more than one. Yeah, I got about yeah. 15 up to my right. Exactly. Uh, yeah, there's about 40 of them over there. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, I'll just get my, one series. Oh, look at that shiny. My, my, my dining room table is unusably groaning with Primaris models, so I need to stop <laughs> buying other things. Um, we also had the Sisters of Battle comic um, and Siege of Terror Book 6. That's kind of it for 40K, as huh. far as I've noticed this month. There okay. was a couple of, like... Um, oh no, the the kill team boxes as well. There was the kill team. I think it was sisters and Tao. Did you yeah, say it was sisters and Tao? It was a beautiful time because I mean, Anthony was talking about maybe starting your army. He said maybe I should do Tao. And what do you know? Yeah. They brought a kill team box uh, out for him. It was, it was Although I don't <laughs> think they've come out. I think they were just announced. But there was a lot of announcements. Yeah. We don't this know. We're not allowed outside, so we don't know <laughs> what's actually out. We're all just, we're all just <laughs> sitting, <laughs> sitting on our on our porches with our telescopes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that flag's an Duh. F. Oh, I actually did. What's with F? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been interesting times. So we're looking forward to. But yeah, like there was some really cool Necromunda announcements. There was some really cool uh, AOS announcements. We mm. had a lot of cool announcements. Mm. Don't know a when they'll of... all come out. <laughs> a lot of funky stuff for Age of Sigma. I really like that. Mm. Um, Nice, cool changes in the Age of Sigma, particularly for the Orcs. Any AOS players out there now, they actually look less cartoony and look more coolish. So I know that's not the main theory of what we talk about here, but they are looking really cool. Now, you're our token AOS player. Um, yeah, we, we I'm still, very token. We, we let you in every now and again. It's just, yeah. <laughs> <Very> <laughs> it's token, good to see yeah. you back, though. It is. It's nice to be back. Work, well, being what it is, has allowed me to get back in now. So I am hoping to be in a lot more. So there we go. Well, there's a threat for everyone. Listen out. Suck in. <laughs> listen to me swear. Suck <laughs> shit, fuckers. <laughs> well, okay. It wasn't Mike who got rid of our PG rating. Nice. Excellent. <laughs> Michael. Yay. Brilliant. Uh, All right, so because we have to get it out of the way, yeah, yes. just yeah, I don't want to have any hidden agenda here. Right, this is it. Yeah, balls out. Let's do it. <laughs> balls out. That's later. <laughs> terrible, terrible oh. people. That's why we're here. Cool. Yep. So while we have been in lockdown, some of us have been a bit crazy with the hobby side of things. Um, wouldn't you say? Uh, I think you're the first one up, Adam. Yes, you are. I think I am. Yes. Uh, yeah, obviously, I, I tried to, for the past uh, six, the first six weeks, I tried to do uh, about an hour, two hours painting each day. So I smashed out all of the um, uh, Hexfire Grey Knights, and I went, you know what, I kind of like need a Land Raider, and I noticed it. And then, obviously, the second one is uh, my son's... Oh, that mic just came on. Uh, and um, my son's Eldar. And there's my Terminators. So, um, yeah, I've got, almost got about 2,000 points of Grey Knights painted in like six weeks. Nice. Jesus that, Christ. That's a lot of spare time. There nice. is a, a person who joins me regularly on the Hobby Nights and he's done 1,500 points and he worked out how many hours it took him. 30. 30 hours. Yeah. What? <laughs> 
30 hours to do 1500 mm. points. What? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's how, obviously how, how cheats. How many points can you get done? Uh, and Imperial Fist wasn't like Grey Knights just spraying grey. <gasps> Whoops. <laughs> I know there's a blue tinge to them. Yeah. <laughs> Off white. Uh, so I have been giving you some crap about the hobby. Let's show, let's show my hobby progress. Um, I've been playing Dark Elder. Oops, sorry. Drakari. <gasps> Ooh. I can't believe I said that. <laughs> so I've been continuing on to get the finish of the Drakari. I have 11 models left to finish. I did finish both the Raiders and the Scourges, which is very fun. I did Wings for the very first time, and one looks good. The other one looks... Eh, the other one looks... Uh, so it was good. <laughs> <laughs> but I got them all done, which is I'm pretty proud to get them sorted out, which is very cool. Mr. Mister Adam, not for safe. You're up next. No fancy what? slide on this one. It's purple. Well, who, which one? Me? Yeah. He called me Mr. Adam, therefore I was confused. No, yes. I yeah. said Mr. And then I tried to not say your surname. Yeah, try not to say my. Please don't. I yeah, don't want to have to and that's why I sort of stumble, stumble, stumble. So I've been slowly working on my uh, Admech force, and I do mean slowly. Uh, I've built a lot of stuff and experimenting around with paint. So I've picked up some Cerberus Raid- uh, Raiders, those pony boys for the Admech that are really kind of funky, but an absolute turd to paint. So getting the colours to match up on those has been a right royal pain in the ass. Yeah. Playing around with an Onaga June crawler, really like that. The gear work, is, when I get it finished, hopefully it'll come up nicely. But the one I've been working on lately at the moment is uh, Scorpius Land uh, June Raider. And the carrier oh, one, isn't it? Yeah, the carrier. The so one we're seeing. Yeah. Is that the one? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. So yeah. that is very much uh, a work in progress. So it's lots of light coats trying to get things to blend together, um, pulling in copper for the metallic colours that I'm using. So anything yeah. that's got to do with the piping, trying to get you know that, that bright yet you know dark, mysterious purple yeah. out there to go with the theme of my renegade Admech who are infected by Necrons. So instead of thinking of the, was it, Omni-Nessire is the way to go, going with the Necron methodology of the machine is the better and going down that darker route. So it's, I like it. as I said, still very much a work in progress, a lot of touching up to do, but it's actually been, for the first time, it's actually been nice sitting down and, thinking and planning it through and doing lots of light coats instead of slathering on lead belcher after lead belcher on Necron Troopers. So, yeah. Nice. And cool. then Anthony's thrown in more Grey Knights. Yeah, so I actually, this, uh, it's, I actually have to make a confession to you all. Um, <gasps> when I said that I have had nothing else to paint... Um, what knights? <laughs> they found the grey knights that you bought me for CanCon. Ah. <laughs> um, wow, so remember CanCon? Mm. Yeah, I remember that uh, a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, so at the, at the bottom of my bits box were two boxes of Terminators. So I've um, I finally put them together and they're underway being painted. Yeah. And then the Strike Squad, there's a uh, Strike Squad and, and an Intercept Squad there that just got rearmed um, just to balance the rules of, uh, with the new rules coming out. Uh, the swords work well, and uh, I wanted to make sure the squads only had sort of one weapon type just for dice rolls to speed up the game a bit. So they've all gone swords <laughs> yep. or hal- halberds or, or dual fountains. It is one like thing that. I like about Age of Sigma. It's simple when it comes oh, to yeah. it. <laughs> I've been, I've been <laughs> enjoying that with Age of Sigma. Yeah. 
I love how uh, you I say that, and you've got Admech, which is probably the most complicated dice rolls. No, ever. I've simplified <laughs> them. I've I've not done what everyone of our other group members does and have a multitude of weapons and not know what to think. I've tried to make it as streamlined for me as possible because that's what I liked about the Crons, yeah. and that's what I'm trying to do for this because I, I'll be honest, everyone knows I'm not the most confident player. I don't know the rules as much as you guys do, even after all these times. So I still want to make it easier on me and make it simple. That's fair enough. Mm-hmm. That's fair enough. Cheat sheets and stuff like that. I think I used a cheat sheet with um, Anthony last time to try to get all the orders and stratagems sorted out. And oh. That's something I will say that's really good about Age of Sigma. You can actually get these things called um, uh, reminders. So yeah. it says at this, you may need to do this at this stage, and you need to do this at this stage. And it's not a cheat sheet; it's just so making sure that you're using your abilities, well, your command yeah. points, and everything. Yeah, we did do an episode about stratagems, and we all said just make it clear. Have a stratagem that says in the fight phase. Okay, mm. great. That's my category: fight phase. That's my category: shooting. That's my category of inter- interrupt, whatever and stuff like that. Don't. It's an epic stratagem. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, and if it yeah. works, <laughs> AOS have definitely got it more streamed, which is you know what I've been playing with a lot lately. So yeah, yeah, I was listening to a good conversation about strategies, but we can save it for another time. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, normally we talk next about uh, our um, battle reports and how much we've been battling each other, fighting, getting some rage on, or cheering how Victor standing over them going. <laughs> But we haven't been allowed outside, so there's no none of that. Moving on. Or allowed to each other's houses. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, Greg, I, I have been painting dark angels. And I've been painting serenades. <laughs> you didn't give me any pictures. <laughs> you didn't ask for pictures. I've yeah, posted you pictures. Asked for, yeah, you asked for the... Uh, the, the sorry. The Michael, did you do some hobby progress? Yes, have I did actually have something? hobby progress. <laughs> right. I like finished, finished painting my uh, salt intercessors and started painting my uh, eradicators. Oh, see, I went through the Facebook page to try and find pictures. I even went to your personal page to stalk you to find these I'm, pictures. I'm sure I did, man. I've posted uh, pictures of, like, all of that. I'm sorry. He's You'll not. see it on our oh. Facebook page. There you go. Go hit that up. <laughs> yeah, but, I can see them right here and there and there. Yeah, yeah. But they're, <laughs> Mark, did you say you did something too? I have, I have. I've painted more gene stealers. I, I, the end, the end of this tunnel of gene stealers is in sight. Um, I'm, I'm at high twenties now, um, but I still got to get to forty, um, yeah. and I've run out of paint to continue. Um, but as soon as I can get paint, um, I'm going to smash that out, and never will I paint another gene stealer ever, <laughs> ever again. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've all had a unit like that. No, I'll Tell me what colours you need later. These are the spare ones I've got through the Age of Sigma magazines. I might you have some. You never have spare water. pants, ever. No. You never have to no. use no. They're just unused <laughs> yeah. You haven't found the right project for them yet. That's it. I am going to do some kit bashing soon, so you never know. A bit late for it, but yeah. oh well. It's not green gene sealer. It'd be great. All right, fine. So other people did some hobby progress too. <laughs> I know it's weird, but but Michael, I expected this. hobby progress. Mark, you've thrown me. All right, exactly. And both marks do hobby progress. It's the end of the world. That's exactly. It. You know, Six it's the end here. times. What's going on? This you is our last tell. podcast ever. Oop. This <laughs> is how the age of strife started. 
That's it. There is a legitimate pandemic, like emergency situation, because everybody's done hobby progress. It's true. It's true. <laughs> People have <Yeah>. time. <gasps> oh, it's just yeah, fine. I get it. All right. We're not going to talk about being... battle reports. I'm moving on. And I'm being ever so professional with the cat, so there yeah. you go. Moving on. So one thing we did have last month, which did help get through the some of the time that we had staring at some walls, was our kit bash challenge. Um, fortunately, one of our um, members, uh, uh, also seen him on Twitch. Um... Game, on Game on, Steve. Thank you. Sorry, Game on. Uh, challenges, uh, challenged everyone to do a kit bash and... Um, we did. Who participated? I did. I did. Yeah. No. Yeah. I had all. I had all the plans. Unfortunately, work screwed me but... over. So yeah. <laughs> Too many turnits to paint. <laughs> well, let's have a look at some of these hobby progress, Joey. Who's up first? We've got Michael's going. His first. Yeah. Okay. So I decided to kit bash uh, Namian Reaver, which is a kit bash I've been meaning to do for ages, and happily. The extra pieces I needed finally showed up just before the Kitbash uh, contest was due to start, hmm. uh, which is going to be totally fucking over the heads of anyone who doesn't play 30k. He's like a special character in 30k who's pretty much an Inquisitor space marine, um, and he doesn't have a model. It's just he's an ex-Dark Angel who has a funny wavy sword. Go for it. So, <laughs> so descriptive. He's funny wavy, wavy sword. Or is he just doing this with the spoon trick? <laughs> <laughs> The description in the codex is like he has fancy armor, he has a wavy sword, he has a scar on his face, and he's suspected to be an ex-Dark Angel. So he's got like the hood over his face, and he's got like some Dark Angel iconography on him. And I gave him one of the Empire Great Swords that I hacked onto the end of a uh, Legion Champion set of arms. And he's actually based on the uh, fucking, what's his name? Uh, Imperial Fist Captain character Alexis Pollux. Yeah. So we got some really fancy armor, and then I built him a hood from scratch because I wanted to use the face that is like half bionics to represent the fact that his face is fucked. Half bionics or a scar? It's a big stretch for a scar. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just his face is ho- the description is his face is horribly disfigured and he yeah. hides it. Yeah. And so With I was like. Face. Now, I've got a question for you. How much green stuff did you use in your kit bashing? Um, in mine, it's yeah. pretty much that whole hood is green stuff because that's a bare head. Yeah. Uh, and I think I might have filled a couple of gaps. Okay. That's so I've got about a, it. I've got a question about green stuff. I'm going to ask all you kit bashers in a minute. So cool. right. I don't know how much of yours was yet. Okay. <laughs> sure. Going to my project. Now, I there was three, three categories. What is a... Individual, a one-on-one scene, and a diorama. So I try to do all three in one. So because I'm an idiot, <laughs> <laughs> but I did two characters. Uh, so the Death Guard there is um, Necrosius the Undying. He's a ex-plague. Uh, no, he's not an ex-plague. He is a plague. His apothecary went bad, basically. <laughs> uh, and so he's made up of uh, a few Chaos different parts and stuff like that. I can't remember the Blackstone Chaos Lord is the main body. And I got hacked him up in pieces and, and, and I did a green stuff banner. It's the first time I've done a banner. I hate banners, but there it is. And the one you can see now is the apothecary Harath Shen from the Salamanders. Um he is an apoth- chief apothecarian, and uh, I saw the battle scene of just yet. Yeah, um, Necrosis has just laid waste 
to these poor salamanders everywhere else. It was fun cutting some up and adding some intestines to some others. And I had that <laughs> model that was a fake, a failed 3D print from... <gasps> sorry, GW. Yeah. It's a failed 3D print from one of our trophies from one year. And he's now that's face. where that guy comes from. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to figure out where you got the picture of the guy, like free diving. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, he's got being held up on the trophy. That's oh. him. Yes. So he was a failed one. And he was failed on the front, so I went, well, I'll just put him face down. <laughs> so, yeah, I was not, want not. That's it. I was pretty happy I came out. So I've covered all the bases, used multiple different materials, um, and I can take the miniatures out and play them. That was my big part. There might be a nice diorama, but I can take them out and play them when I want to. There you go. So, so question for you: yep. How much green stuff? I'm, I, I, sure. I know you said there was how much green stuff. So the green stuff is on the banner. That's all green stuff. The tentacle mm-hmm. around the weapon is also green stuff. Uh, the intestines is green stuff. Um, oh, that's probably it. All of it. I used a hot knife for a unique thing. I cut off, cut half a Space Marine's head off with a hot knife. That was fun. <laughs> so here's the guy oh. with the banner lying on his back with half a head. Um, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's the different materials and stuff like that. Um, I fortunately had Adam print me out that base that they're all standing on because my 3D printer wasn't working at the time. But yeah. Yeah, I was happy how it all came together. I was happy until recently how it all came together. Saw the picture. There were tears. Yeah, there were tears. This is the rooms. So I have rearranged this room, and I picked up something which knocked over the die, the, the thing that you're seeing, and it's now in what did I say? Twelve different pieces. Something yeah, like yeah. that. So kit bash again. Construction <laughs> <laughs> makes me now sad. Now you can recycle it. Yeah. Putting the bash back in kit. Bash. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I like uh, it. Oh, just fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Anthony, you also had a kit bash, and this is very cool. Yeah, yours is funky. Uh, so this uh, was started off as the figure on the left-hand side there is Inqu- Inquisitor Trek, and he's slightly a rogue tri- Inquisitor uh, who uh, collects rogue psychers for nefarious, nasty reasons. And the... Uh, that led to the uh, the vehicle being produced. The vehicle is a rogue psychotransport vehicle. Um, so built into a diorama now, uh, which, you know, the back is in two sections, a little trailer, and in the back there's a cryo chamber or something like that but just to keep a, a, a psyker in with the guards on the back there. Um, and then the, uh, the diorama sort of built out for that to, you know, Inquisitor Trek is a... Is a Escorting his uh, his captive his prize onto his black ship. I, I um, loved the little dog box for the psychers. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> the paddy um, wagon for a psycher. Yeah, yeah I like that. He's just <laughs> had a big night Friday night. <laughs> That's right. Just I, I just imagine you know, you're going home in the back of Divi van with the forty <laughs> version of that song. That's uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was good fun. Uh, geez, it took a bit of. Uh, uh, coaxing of parts to get them to go together and uh but there i last count there was about 15 different kits involved in <laughs> building that uh and there's some metal bits and some wooden bits as well the little gauge on the back nice. actually a wooden bit um nice. and there's a few others as well um but yeah it was really good fun the uh the inquisitor is actually made from colonel schaefer 
Um, oh really the last chances yeah it was a metal figure i had from years and years ago and had a little bit of a ding on the front so i managed to fix that up with some green stuff and put a little sash on him and make him look a little bit better and then i made the walking stick from the uh uh the tempestus uh, power rod rod. yeah command rod yeah and so he's walking along with that and yeah so it came together really i was really happy with it in the end and uh yeah and then it just looked a bit empty a little colorful Loss of colour, so the flags went up for the blue. The Skion uh, flags, the Tempestus oh. flags. Yeah, flags look good. A... Mm. <laughs> yeah. They actually look cloth flags. They look yeah. good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, it was good fun. Um, and, look, it, it actually could have gone really out of control because it actually had three levels at one stage. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a lot of different <laughs> underparts coming into play to put it together. I'm like, no, this is getting silly. Nice. There's a lot of painting to do here. So, yeah, it was good fun. <laughs> well, you've run <laughs> out now, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the kit bash. Um, uh, I think Game on Steve originally had it meant to go for three months. We forced, we pushed ourselves to get it all done in one month. So, Aren't we Hang on. didn't get my chance for Anto. So you mentioned some green Sorry. stuff. What yep. what part of yours is green stuff? Uh, there's a lot of filling of spa- spaces that are green stuff. Um, the the cable wrapped around the the hitching for the trailer, uh, which is. Um, yellow and black yep. colouring. That's green stuff. Um, there's a sash on the Inquisitor that was green stuff, but look, it's all really simple stuff. I'm really, really amateur <laughs> green stuff. And, um, and that's and... that's why my question comes to it. I've seen all three of you using the, the green stuff, and I've used it when I was creating flayed ones to give it a fleshed appearance. And I really don't know what the fuck I'm doing with it. Oh. How do you... You know, like you've got that image in your head. How do you get that green stuff? Like Michael, I was impressed with your green stuff work because it looked it looked good. It really looked detailed. It looked, uh, and now they know what how much of it was the green stuff. It goes, oh yeah, cool, no worries. How did you guys learn how to get that green stuff to be able to get what you want in what you want, how you want it? If you know what I'm saying. Sure, uh, um, I'm still learning. Uh, mostly, I use green stuff to fill cracks in and then wet it down, smooth it down. Um, this is the first time I tried to do it. No, it's not the first time I did tentacle. Mine are pretty basic. Just rolled it, and then I got a pair of tweezers to pinch it to give it some detail on the tentacle itself. Um, yeah. Just give it a bit more texture. But that's about the limit to my green stuff stuff. I think it's one of those things where. It doesn't pay to be too neat. Mm. Okay. Um, the the reason why I'm asking this is this: like it, what, um, green stuff was an element of it, wasn't of the the challenge. Was it my correct? It didn't have to have green stuff, but it did have yeah. to have multiple different. different materials. Yeah. Thank you. So, and I just feel that with kit bashing, green stuff is well, you can consider a fairly essential part because you can literally make what you want. I just, I suck at that shit. I can't even make a Play-Doh snowman. Well, the hell like this is why a lot of the guys use it to fill cracks between yeah. parts yeah. that don't necessarily match up. And that's what I've done. That's And apart from the flesh that I did for, for my Flayed One Necrons, I was just wondering how the three of these guys went with trying to get the green stuff to do what they wanted to do. Yeah. Um, I'm actually actually really relieved because that's this is the first time I've tried to make a hood out of green stuff. It looked good, really right? Good. It looked yeah, like really it looked like a proper hood that you'd expect on one of um, G Dub's figures. It yeah. looked yeah. like it should have been there. I I, I just um I, not long ago I picked up like some proper sculpting the GW sculpting tools oh. they released ages ago. Okay. So I was just going really slowly. I was using uh, a hood as a reference material. I was like, okay, that's I know that's a G that's a 
you know, that's the kind of shape I want. And I just kind of rolled it up, rolled it out, and tried to lay it over the head like cloth, and then to reshape yeah. it from there. Mm. That looks um, good. Yeah, no, it, it, as I said, it looked like it should have been as a part of that figure from purchase. So I think it's just you succeeded there. And it's just, as I said, I feel that kit bashing that you'd feel that green stuff would be a fairly an essential part to it. So I was just curious to see that, first of all, what you've got with it and how you went with it. I think um, I, I found from this time, I've used green stuff before, um, but it was really cold and it was really hard to get it to mold yeah. together well. Um, yeah, because it so, needs the heat to, to mix together, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be skin temperature, but the, I was working out in my shed and it was freezing. It was the middle of winter. It was so cold. Um, the sculpting tools from GW are brilliant um, and I've used them for things before, but I've seems to some insane some crazy stuff what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you yeah. actually can you actually cut it after it's hardened? Like can you sculpt you it? can you can kind of carve at it. Once it goes yeah, fully yeah. hard, you can carve it a bit. Um I got I got some of the better like I kind of got mine into position and then I let it harden for a little bit so I could work it more with the tools without yeah. it just going completely everywhere. Mm. Um and right up until it completely dried I kept like like now I've got to I've got to, I've got to work the inside, make the inside sharper, you know, getting in there a bit with the with the hobby knife at the end to clean yeah. it up a bit on the and inside that's of the wood. Yeah, no, it's good. So yeah. when I did the the on mine when I kit bashed my flayed my flayed ones, I wanted to make mine look like intestines that had been ripped out and or inside skin that had been put over. And I was like you, Mike. I I waited till it was almost there and I just heated up a hobby knife ever so slightly so I was able to cut through that semi soft stuff to give it you know like the the flayed ones have got big snappy claws and yeah. just to give it that look. It's just it's just interesting to see how people go about it. That's all considering how useful a tool it is with kit bashing. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to do a, yeah, I wanted to do a whole lot more with um, green stuff, but uh, my green stuff was kind of a bit out of date when I was using it, and it was really not working very well. Uh, I had big plans for a lot more cables <clears> and stuff like that. But yeah, I've got was. a third-party <laughs> green stuff, and it's just not yeah. that malleable. Was it? Oh, one, one's pretty good. <laughs> one's pretty good. Uh, it's just I've, I've, I've still got a strip about that much of it. That think, well, I've got it. I might as well use the bloody stuff. I just oh, want some yeah, advice. Opened a new pack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't find my old stuff. So that's all. Yeah. yeah, that's that's good when it's combined. Mine is literally a green, a yellow, and a blue, and I've got to mix them together as opposed to yeah. having them stripped together. And I always Mine's make too much. Like that. And it's <laughs> half I, green, I half blue. Yeah. Mm. I actually, um, I actually had so much left over that I rebuilt the. Uh, ankle joint of one of those uh, titans that my dog ate a while back. Oh. <laughs> I remember that. I rebuilt, I, remember the that. I rebuilt the ankle joint with the leftovers because I had so much. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I've got to build some steps on, on, on the dune crawl I'm working on at the moment because I got it second hand. Didn't come with us. Oh, I had green stuff. I'll do it with that and watch me balls yeah. this up. <laughs> actually, here's, here's one for you on that, actually. Um, how good is green stuff at being structural? Um, oh, when it's pretty good. Yeah, when it goes hard, like, it goes good. hard. It goes very hard. It's like yeah. that. The flayed stuff, flayed ones. Well, I'm going to keep going back to this. It's the only example I've got. That stuff is harder than the GW stuff. It will not bend. It doesn't flex at all. Yeah. I think you'd use it as a structural leg for a knight if you wanted to. Well, yeah, uh, like... that's what that's what Michael's just said. He's done. He's supporting yeah. a Titan's. Yeah. It's ankle. one of the little ones. It's one of the little ones. I've, I've yeah. rebuilt where the plastic from it got eaten by the we dog. We can rebuild I've him. Re- I've like kind of restructured it. It'll hold on its other leg alone because it's a little. It's one of the smaller plastic ones. Yeah, but um. 
Yeah, but I if you if you've ever seen the in progress pictures for when I was building my Reaver, there was like these centimeter and a half long gaps in the torso on either side of the central bit, and I've basically completely filled that with green stuff yeah. and just flattened it out. So yeah. there is a surprising amount of structural green stuff. Yeah, in my I did. Reaver. I used that for the same purposes in my up in my um Nighthawk figures for AOS because there's some of them that the the models are absolutely frigging atrocious, and I've had to just <laughs> fill stuff in, and that's what I've done. So yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I did make a smash captain once that was flying uh, on green stuff, uh, paper, like the Age of Sigma flying figures. So I did yeah, the yeah. ones the smash captain, and it was just green stuff, and it held it up beautifully. Um, but I had a similar accident that Greg had, and uh, it kind of shattered <laughs> <laughs> after something else fell on it as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah, structural unless you put. A shelf on it until until we <laughs> dropped it and then dropped a few things on yeah. top. That's right. That's right. How many bricks can it hold? What's the shelf right. life? As in, how many shelves can I put yeah. on? Yeah. <laughs> how many times can it fall off a shelf? <laughs> Would you say this is hammer resistant? <laughs> this is Warhammer. <laughs> oh, and on that note, let's have our thirty-second break. And wait, wait to the other side of this break, folks. You're going to be excited. Oh, professionalism. <laughs> the pressure is on. Uh, All right, folks. This is, we have our 30 second break, and we'll be right back. So, don't go too far. Oh, I can't find the advert. We are rollers, and we have the games for you be it board games, card games, dice games, or party games. You name it, and we have it. Find us online at rollersboardgames.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rollersboardgames. From acoustic to distortion, Storyboard Concept is music that's honest, relaxing, and full ball rockin' music. Follow Colin at storyboardconcept.bandcamp.com. Oh, g'day! Just want to bring out some attention here. Support for Wobby Player Syndrome tonight is brought to you by Manscaped, who is in the best, who in the best men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offer precision engineering tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. That's right, 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who can trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the Wobbly with the code Wobbly at manscaped.com. Anthony. Imagine shaving with sleek, well-designed, optimized trimmer that makes shaving your favorite time in the bathroom. I'm one of the first people to try the new 4.0, and I'm blown away by the performance. The craftsmanship and details on the 4.0 are next level. I mean, I myself, I've I've shaved before, and I've used like those hair removal creams, bare razors, like having a guard on that, and especially designed trimmer. It gives you a lot of confidence when you don't want to slice something very precious to yourself. <laughs> well, talking about slicing something precious to yourself, unfortunately, I've had the opportunity where someone actually did manscape me for me. Being stupid, I lifted up a manhole cover, concrete, uh, popped a hernia that had already been there for many, many years. Go to hospital, no worries. What do you know? Have to go in for surgery, but of course you've got to shave first. So here I am thinking, well, 17 years old at the time, they're going to use an electric razor? No. They're going to use a little handheld razor? No. 
I swear the 70-year-old nurse pulls out a frigging straight razor. Ooh. And worse comes to work. She goes, I'm going to need an assistant nurse here while we're going along. Out comes the hottest trainee nurse I've ever seen. So while I'm sitting there with a 70-year-old biddy with a straight razor hanging around my hmm, fun parts, I'm trying not to focus on the pretty thing to make things difficult for the grandma thing. So, uh, yeah. But what can you say? I now feel a little bit, a bit about it. So Manscaped has engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on that intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth gen, that's right, the 4.0, as Greg said, generation trimmer, features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce the grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. Now I feel safe and confident shaving my balls. Yeah, and that trimmer, it's got a multi-function on-off switch, and it's even got a travel lock, which, you know, gives you the... And it also has this cool little light on the bottom of it, so you can see what you're doing, which is very handy, because it gets a bit dark down there for when you need a precise shave. Oh, precise shave. Well, uh, the Lawnmower 4.0 even has the uh, layouts for the customization. It actually has... Uh, different sizes, uh, yeah, different sizes. Yeah, it has additional guards and lengths from size one to size four, so you can do it whatever you want to do. Yeah, I was obviously excited to get the the uh, lawnmower 4.0 in my hand, and I was quite confident it will do the job. Um, and I was really quite pleased. I didn't have the scare. Uh oh, what's it going to take off that it shouldn't take off? It actually was very good and very smooth afterwards. Um, it worked really well. I've got to say, I was quite impressed. It was actually pretty easy to clean and pretty easy to look after too. I have to say that. Yeah, yeah. I uh, just a doddle to use, really. You plug and play, and uh, it, there's not really much to it. Yeah. yeah um, nice smooth yeah. shave. Um, also, I really like that the uh, the cream that comes with it, the anti chafing cream. That's very super nice. handy because oh, no. I've, I've done this before, and chafing can be a real problem afterwards. Yes, no, it's quite refreshing that cream. Yes, and even the spritz yeah. after the shave is quite spritz refreshing. Makes it, the spritz makes it. I got to yeah. say that. So the kit, what you get in the kit, is pretty damn impressive. Uh, yeah, it's it got is. everything you need, even the reading paper. Uh, so keep yourselves I'm entertained. I'm entirely absorbed by this. <laughs> <laughs> so did I mention the wireless charging? The new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction for better battery life and everything. Yeah. And, you know, you may think, oh, I've already got a trimmer. But, like, if you're trimming your face and your head, you maybe don't want to be cross-pollinating those hairs Don't yet. cross the streams. You really don't want to get... Off. You don't want to get your own pubes in your mouth, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> it's time to get your own own ball hair and body trimmer with Manscaped uh, to make the me time the best time. And <laughs> 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 your confidence. <laughs> nice, smooth boys. Buy for 20% off and free shipping with the code wobbly at manscaped.com. Your, your, balls your balls will, will thank you. you. And don't forget, Wobbly is spelt W-O-B-B-L-Y. That's right. None, no Wooblies. No You do not want to be Woobly with this. Get no, 20, that's right. No. That is right. Get 20% off and free shipping using the code Wobbly at yeah. manscaped.com. That's 20% off with, with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the word Wobbly. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. 
There you go, folks. How was that? And we're back to our Rambler matter. We are back. I think I've embarrassed my son. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to ruin them somehow. You need to whip out your other razor, and then you can have two nice, smooth boys. (laughs) (laughs) When you already have two smooth boys? Oh, Jesus. One is bald and one is hairy. Hide your children, it's too scary. It's a left or right comparison if you really wanted to. Uh, no, in all fairness, I thought this actually was pretty damn impressive, Trimmer. Uh, it's a pretty good worked, product. I'll say worked that. really well. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's trouble I like and I will be, I will admit, I went for the face trim first. Because if I can't trust it with my face, I'm not going to put it anywhere else. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, you got to roll the dice. <laughs> I mean, you know, having a travel lock so is handy because it's never cool when something starts mysteriously buzzing as you're going through customs. <laughs> fair point, fair point. Oh, oh, shit. There you go, folks. That is why we're wearing these shirts because, as we said... We've we are... sold out. They've very kind of us to have us on board. They, yes, yeah. Right. So do use that. If you do, are interested, manscaped.com. That's with a D at the end of Manscaped. Because after you've got it, of course, you'll be past tense. Uh, and Wobbly, W-O-B-B-L-Y. Right. This month's topic is not uh, manscaping, surprisingly enough. <laughs> How does um, it happen? so neat and trim. Mm. Mind you, some of the uh, bowl haircuts that some of the miniatures are coming out with, maybe they should get a trimmer. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I don't know if you could use the trimmer as uh, a kit bash tool. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Oh, don't want to go there. Oh, All right, so always look at the bright side. I'm bringing this to attention. We normally do at the end of the year, what have you done for me lately, GW? But we thought we'd just bring some positivity back into the hobby at the moment because there's still a bit of a bit of um, passion out there. We'll go with that. There's- there's a lot of salt. There's a lot of yeah. salt out there in the hobby at the moment. Uh, so emotions so, are say, high. Yes. And I we won't say, mention yeah. what, but they everyone knows what people are pissed about. So, yeah. Yeah. So we thought, well, it's about time to get back, you know, the positivity back in the hobby. Because we do this. We've been doing this for years, right? Well, there must be some reasons we've been doing this, right? We're not just going, oh, yeah, 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 paint, paint, enjoy, oh, angry, angry, painting. I enjoy spending a third of my money at GW for the fun of yelling at things, yes. A third? <laughs> Yeah, you got it on I sale. I don't have as many forces as you guys. <laughs> I buy a lot of second-hand stuff. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, well, so we you just are thought, supporting them. We thought, um, what, what are we? What are we enjoying? What have we been enjoying with the hobby? Um, because there has been a lot of good stuff that they've been mm. doing. Um, more orcs. More, more orcs. orcs. I'm yeah. loving that. That is the that is the best thing that has happened so far this year. Is all the extra orcs and stuff. I, I, I've, I don't play them, but I love orcs. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh. the orcs annoy the shit out of me. But I'm enjoying the fact that I've seen a lot of whinging from orcs for that they've got nothing fancy. They've had nothing new for a long time, and some of the shit that's coming out is looking actually pretty damn funky. So it's really nice to see. Oh, the skets, the some awesome. really cool new models. Yeah, and even yeah. some of the re-releases we were talking about earlier. Those three vehicles that I thought were new. That you guys said they were just real. They look friggin' awesome, man. They were yeah. fantastic looking vehicles. Oh, yeah. No, they're, they're really good. 
I, I I just love the let's slap shit together and see what this fucker can do for an orc approach. I think it's a fantastic mm. look, and it fits their lore ever so magically. It's really cool. One yeah, well, their like lore always was slap stuff together, Ooh. and it only works because they think it should work. Yeah, and red yeah. definitely goes faster. I love or it. it. It's, it's and, just and such an awesome attitude. Yeah. yeah, even funnier would be having like four squigs pulling the gun wagon. Yeah, <laughs> or carrying it. But yeah, carry I think it, it. I think it Plus, like says a lot. Um, uh, we, Nathan, he's he's been an orc player most of his life, but he's yeah. just been sick of them for years and years and years. And this new wave, he's oh looked at God. it and gone, "Oh shit, yeah. I'm playing orcs again." Yeah, yeah. he's gone nuts. <laughs> Before we had to cancel all our matches, I was meant to play against him. I was looking forward to playing against his flesh terrors. I keep seeing his posts. Went, yeah, I'm playing against orcs, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my mate Zach, he's the same. He bought a small force of orcs before that was, you know, fairly star stable, normal for what orcs could be. And now he's going, oh, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. It's like, damn, I think he's going to give my crons a run for our money. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, orcs were my first army ever built, uh, ever had. And um, yeah, this made me go, oh, do I go back? Do I go back? They're so cool. Because I love the snake bite feel of the orcs. And when those squig yeah. riders and stuff, I'm going, mm. oh my God, yes. But no, I don't need them to green. Well, yeah. Duh, they don't have to be green. Yeah, they don't have to be green. Yeah, yeah they do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess yeah. they could be purple. Yeah. Hey, purple I, mean, I do purple admix, so what can you say? Just remember saw, purple, um, they cannot be seen. Yeah. I saw yeah. someone who it looked kind of kind of disturbing on one level. Uh, someone painted up their kill team Octarius orcs with human flesh. Oh, I did see so that. Weird. It did. I went, oh. <laughs> but my brain cool. was like, yeah. but they're orcs. Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> that was really weird. They kind like of look like ogrens or something. You look yeah, at that and what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. Well, that's cool. I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that might be a, a good way to I get more than ogrens. Yeah. I yeah. actually, um, with my last Gorkamorka gang that I built, I actually did very dark, dark angel green skin yeah. with like white... Uh, Mad Max style face paint. Oh yeah. <laughs> so they all had like these white faces with skulls on them. Nice. Very <laughs> Just old. Just from being green, green. Oh well, yeah. I went from painting orcs to painting salamanders to painting catachan. Yeah. I've gone necrons, which are I'm, lead dolls upon lead dolls. Yeah, that's why my catachans are blue because I was over green very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I can see that. Oh no, that. The yeah. skin color orcs. No. Oh, you found it. <laughs> <laughs> what has been seen cannot be understood. No, I just said, but yeah, it's been great. It's none of that October that um, we won't talk about bad stuff. It, it's it's great to see that actually bring out the orcs and oh. the model qualities are just brilliant. Yeah. Um, but and that's. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's an AOS thing. I'm going to bring AOS back in it. I was so happy that they went away from the stupid 70s cartoons approach to orcs mm. to these things that now look friggin' scary, that look like they are an intimidating force. And it's kind of matching up to 40K, so it's really good. I'm, it's just, I like the approach that they've done with it. Yeah, they've yeah. got the, mm. still got the manicness that is mm. orc, but it's still they're manic, but they're going to hurt us. <laughs> yeah, well, I yeah. Think yeah. It's, I, I think they've still, they've still got the old. Uh, orcs, they've just... These, I think, are Mork Orcs. Mm. Is that what they are? So well, they're, they're kind of Orcs who've got a different 
relationship yeah. with the gods. They're, they're called cruel boys. Oh, the cruel boys. Yeah. boys they do in forty k, um, and they they do. They they look like they'll slice you up in an alleyway and steal your wallet, your watch, and your intestines while you're not looking. It yeah. looks really yeah. cool. Yeah, it's like they keep adding new stuff in AOS because yeah. they can. Yeah. And it's really cool to see what the you know model designers can do if you let them do stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they're starting to bring that over. I'm seeing a, as as I'm now. I'd say I'm now fifty fifty AOS and forty K, and I'm seeing a lot of that cool stuff that they seem to be trialing in the AOS stuff popping in parts into the forty K. And it's, it's good as as you said, Michael. They're giving the designers, the builders, the chance to go. Hey guys, show me what you can do. It's really cool. Well, I think that's like a big it. part. The quality of the miniatures have just been stepping up, stepping up, stepping up. Even some of the ones with the bowl cuts, they have mm. been looking unbelievable. And you sort of go, wow, look at the details in these guys. Um, you know, yeah, you look at some of the old metal ones that we still have lying around going, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look at the old Marine tactical squads versus what literally anything that's come out in the last, what, decade? And yeah. it, it it's just far and away um, improved overall. Well, the Necrons, for me, I said that massive difference. They've gone from these shit quality, massive blob looking like the old C800s from Terminator to something that's really cool nowadays. You almost can see the personality of the supposed person they got their transference into the metal body. It's really cool. Yeah. 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 I just shout out to Joe. Good amazing. morning. Good evening. The sisters, yeah. Uh... The most amazingly detailed figures I've ever seen from a Games Workshop. I I am looking for something new, and (laughs) Tau was mentioned. Uh, Sisters could be on the cards. No, you don't want another Imperial Force. Get away from the Imperium. (laughs) Don't don't go Tau, though. Don't go Tau. They're they're terrible. There's a Tauly band? We used to have a player with, like, Corsairs, didn't we? Corsairs. We had a player who loved Corsairs for a little while, didn't we? <laughs> Good, positive, positive, positives. I had, a, I had an excellent game against the guy with the Corsairs. <laughs> I don't know what you guys turn. are on about. <laughs> he walked out after a turn against me. He's, I had a great game against him. <laughs> anyway, positives. That's not well, a positive. That doesn't count. <laughs> I've got a really huge one. Yep. Um, those who don't know, because it's been a while since I've been, I'm an educator. Um, and uh, G-Dub actually reaches out to schools and uh, educational places with something called the Warhammer Alliance. And if you're an education person, you get this fucker. Now, Ooh. what it is, is really... I'm going to open it up and show people. <gasps> unboxing. Spill it. I'm not doing an unboxing. <laughs> I'm going to try not to spill it all over my computer, keyboard, and alcohol. So what you get is a stack of Marines, a stack of Stormcast, uh, tutorials, paints, because um, the figures are snapped together. You don't need glue. You get paintbrushes, uh, dice, everything you need to get kids actually playing this damn game. And it's for free. So I actually right. costed this kit out, and I'm looking around about $300 worth of kit here for yeah. free for me, just if I have the opportunity to run it with the kids at school. There's no guarantee that I have to do it. I could be an asshole and get this all for myself. I don't run Stormcast <laughs> and I don't run Marines, so not going to happen. But this is, let's think about it. It's not, it's not perfectly brilliant, um, evil, innocent, whatever you want to call it, because, yes, they're doing it to try and get kids to play the game. But they offer this as a way for kids to actually have a hobby. It's really, really cool. Yeah. Um, this, and the best part about it is this is my second lot. 
my first kit that I got off G-Dub lasted two months. That was how long as it took me to get all the models from the previous set built, painted, games run. Next year, I'd do all... What's the point of painting them again? Because we've already got them. Yeah. The GW Australia said, no, we're going to do another run just to test it out. So yet again, another $300 worth of equipment. That's just come to me out of the goodness of GW to try and get people into the game. And I think that's a bloody good thing, to I be think honest. I think so too. Yeah. Mm. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm young. Yeah. So you go, sorry. <laughs> oh, well, they're young. Um, but the funniest part is uh, <laughs> all the members of my club, so I've... I'm not going to say too much, primary school teacher. Um, but in my club at the, currently, um, before lockdown happened for us, I had 24 kids, 20 of them were girls. Wow. And that's actually pretty friggin' huge. That's... Only one of them, the parent, is a previous gamer. So only one of them had experience with the game. The rest were really interested in what it all was, with the model building, the painting. And without this opportunity from G-Dub, they would never have done it. Mm. They would never have had a parent take them into a... Uh, a games workshop or, or Warhammer store or whatever it is and going looking for this type of stuff. And I think that's pretty friggin' huge that G-Job have gone, we're going to lose the cost on this to take the chance to get kids playing the game. Yeah, hmm. that's pretty impressive. Yeah, and it's like, you know, we, we can laugh about the whole, oh, getting the kids hooked thing. Yeah. But when I was in high school, like, painting models was the a really useful way of, like, chilling out and, yeah. like, stopping thinking about everything else and just, like focusing on that kind of like mm. a moving meditation thing mm. so it can really help you you know when you don't have any other out output yeah that's right and it's like looking at the contents yes they're all the pushpin marines or the, the pushpin stormcast but they're still current and usable fee, um, models that are in the games nowadays so they can yeah. if the yeah. kid gets into it they can keep going with it and they're allowed to take it and the, the best part about it is it's free for the kids it's yeah. wholly subsidised by it. Yeah. And for me, um, the the best part about it for me was I was actually able to argue this really quite easy into a curriculum and say, yes, there is maths involved. Yes, there is mechanics involved. Yes, there is stuff which I can connect to their learning. And it's really, really good that they've thought about it and come with this. So also teaches them how to table flip, uh, teaches them how to... How to Social interaction. Fucking dice, they're rigged. Um, <laughs> sixes, how can you get oh, so sixes. sixes. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, Gambling. I really want to shout it out to G-Dub for doing something like this. Because they are known for being a pack of bastards. Sorry, G-Dub. And hunting only for their money. But yeah. this is cool. Yeah. It's really cool. Very cool. I also made I books for the younger for the age too, which is very there cool. There is. And yeah. I managed to score them for our library at school. And they get borrowed oh, nice. quite regularly. That's pretty so, cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my son loves those books. Like, both yeah. of my kids really like them. Like, I picked them up to read to them. And I read the 40K ones with them. And he's been reading the AOS ones on his own. Yes. Yeah. Well, each one of those packs carries yeah. a um, collection of short stories from AOS and 40K as well. So, nice, nice little introduction to the literature. Yeah. Anthony, what was that? Oh, my daughter's read all the Warhammer kids' books as well, and she loved them, actually. I mean, yeah. she thought the Gene Steeler one was great. I find out really early that David Tennant and Billy Piper are the ones who do the audio books for them. Yeah. They oh, are. Wow. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think they're doing well with that side of things. Yeah. Um, and that, that's what's selling my soul to GW for the next 20 years. GW, yeah. I'll expect lots of money and lots of fees. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? They've already sent you 600 bucks worth. <laughs> <laughs> Friggin' Space Marine Smurfs piece of crap. 
<laughs> don't need to be blue. Hey, you can yeah. paint them other colours. One red, kid red, made red, a rainbow color. unicorn out of it and even crafted a, a, a horn to go on her, her space marine. <laughs> it looks so friggin' awesome. Nice, nice. Well, that's it. You I got that artistic been... outlet. That's right. It was I... funny as. I've been trying to stop myself from starting a Rainbow Warrior army, and yeah. the main reason I want to start a Rainbow Warrior army is to troll motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only reason I've got that pack still here at the moment is because I got it two days before lockdown happened, yeah. and it has been so tempting to spend the figures, but no, I won't. I want to create <laughs> yeah. my own pink marines and have a little bit of fun, but no, I won't. <laughs> my little army. <laughs> my little pony. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing that I think GW's been doing really well with, like, especially this edition, is they're changing things. You know, mm. they progressed the story. They progressed the story from frickin' 8th to ninth. They're yes. changing stats. They were like, Marines have always had one wound. Fuck it. Now they've got two. Unless Orcs have always had Marine. toughness four. Now they've got five. You know, they're they're like, hey, if we just change this thing, the game will be better. <laughs> no, but I think you're right because they're, they're, they're actually listening to some of the whinges that are out and whinges I don't mean people who are whinging for the sake of whinging I mean people have gone well this is shit come on fix it and make my force equal comparative better whatever and they're taking some of that shit on board exactly they've, they're they not kind of getting stuck in this no it's always been like that we can't change yeah. it yeah. and they're actually changing things that should be changed to try and make it better like yeah. it's great I also like the way that they're releasing the codexes. Correct. Yeah. In what way do you mean, Adam? The... Well, they well, I, um, they they didn't make the popular ones first. You know, they are they're bringing out a lot of Xenos and you know the ones that are popular, but mm. they're not blue. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, every couple of months there's a brand new codex or something. There's brand new stuff coming out every time, so you yeah. don't get the stagnant yeah. gear. It, it wasn't yeah. a version of of this Smurf and that Smurf and this Smurf and that Smurf. There has yeah. been a fair scattering of everything in between. I, I'm agreeing with you, yeah. But, but every codex, is, it comes out and they release it and it comes out and it's got the combat squad, it's got all that. And mm. you, you can sit back and go, yeah, but I've got that, but oh, look, that's a... I've got a brand new codex. And sure, it takes a while, but you've got it you're not at the end you know you, you don't have to wait you know every six months it's a couple of months or yeah. one month a brand new release yeah it's great because the ultramarines still don't have a new ninth edition codex that no, blows no, me no, away their supplement. that blows me away <laughs> i i'm 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 astonished at that myself yeah. um but neither do nids so uh yeah <laughs> your two armies yeah yeah, yeah, but, yeah but... as you said the fact that they've put Xanos in there and Chaos there. So, um, Drakari. Who would have thought that would have been one of the first books to come out? Mm. I think well, they've it... realised that the Imperials are no longer the most popular factions that are out well, there. I think they've it, done that. It, it's not so much that, I think. I, I think that they're starting to realise that it's not interesting if everyone only has Imperial armies. Yeah. Mm. yeah they're trying to make the other armies better. Yeah. Mm. And, like, have their stuff come out. Because I was looking at a bunch of my old. Uh, codexes going back through like fourth, third, fifth, um, and yeah, it reminds me of the bad old days where some armies you got your, you know, you waited a whole edition and didn't yep. get a codex until the next, and that was back yeah. when it was five years between editions. Yeah. So some codexes you would be close to a decade out of date before you got a new one. Cast Space mm. Marines, that's nuts. Yeah, <laughs> Space Marines got one every single edition. Yeah, but you know, like. 
witch hunters mm. or like freaking, you know, not everything came out every edition. And when yeah, the Sousa Sisters came out um, as a new edition, yeah. Imperial yeah. Agents was a good example. You know, you could yeah. set your watch by a new edition by that yeah, codex coming out. out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think they've been doing really well for that release date. It's consistent. Um, some of the way they do it, though, can be questionable, like the, the box sets, mm-hmm. the, the special editions box sets. But even that, they've learnt now, because now if you didn't get it on the first day, you can get it as the made-to-order. Made-to-order stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. Michael, you ordered some made-to-order stuff, didn't you? Yeah, I ordered uh, Indomitus. How long did it take you to get order. it? How long did it take after the, the drop date before you got your made-to-order stuff? I think the official estimate when I ordered it was it could take up to 180 days. Yeah. And I think it took about 190. Okay. So it did, it did show up and it wasn't aggressively late, but <laughs> they had a long lead time on it. Yeah. But yeah. At, least, at least they were realistic about the delivery times when I put the order in. Yeah, because in that original email, it was like, "This is made to order. We'll be making these when we can. This is our estimated time." Yeah, <laughs> and that's good. That shows a bit of reality about what their supply and demand is is going to be for a certain product. And it's, well, that's they good that they're able to do it. They learned from the yeah. sisters of Battle Box. Yeah, the rage from that, that one. Oh, that pissed yeah. a few they off. So that was going to be my second army. I was going to do that, same. and then I missed it. And it's like, whoa, yeah. fuck yes! I did the same thing. Oh, hexfire because, but that we went into lockdown. That was the reason we couldn't get hold of that because no one in Australia could get it. Mm. <laughs> but as soon as they did release, they sort of go, oh, okay, of- and we were able to get it. <laughs> no, I got. Uh, I, unfortunately, sorry, games. I didn't get that hexfire through Games Workshop. I got, <laughs> but I did get through UK from UK. but yeah yeah but when we were able to order stuff in australia again from their site hexfire was there for australian and new zealand um Mm. people Mm. the new kill residents that's the word the way they did as well they guaranteed that if you ordered it on the weekend of it released Mm. you were going to get it yeah that's getting more and more common them going we will make we will this is the window, this is how many copies we have, but yeah. if you order it, we will lock in that and we will make a new shipment to catch up. Yeah. But you only have that weekend. Yeah. That's a good way to do it because that way everyone who wants it can get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. because, I mean, if there's sky-high demand, there's no reason why they shouldn't just do another production run. Like, And that's yeah. just right. When you consider it, they own the machines, they own the designs. Theoretically, they can print as much as they bloody want to. So it's nice that they like understand that. Yeah, well, pretty much. <laughs> they understand that for like people like Mike in that first example in Dominus, yep. they you missed it. Well, hang on, guys, give us a chance. We'll do our regular printing of everything else, and when we fit it in, we'll get everything else for you. And that's that's pretty smart logistics. Yeah, yeah. I think um, the fact that they had all those really limited runs for a while was kind of off the back of them getting burned by things like Dreadfleet where they mm. made a bunch of stuff and could never shift it because there was just not enough people. I don't and they just they overcorrected. They oh, overcorrected okay. so badly. They yeah. just started underproducing everything because they were worried they would end up with stuff they couldn't get rid of. Yeah. Like, there are things that they've not quite got right, like the Orc Special Edition box. I went, mm, okay, if you do that, then you really need to have the Orc Standard Edition right behind it. But, yeah, it's out. Didn't take... As long as October, um, <laughs> and the models are just unbelievable, which we spoke about a moment ago, uh, which is uh, good. Um, and, and look, even the game itself, um, 
you did say they changed things. So you know, yeah. the Marines are now transhuman. They've got two wounds as opposed to the same as an Imperial Guards person, um, it, which is great. And they're adding more female characters within the in range as well, which is great. Females? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Run out, girl. <laughs> hey, we're supposed to keep this as positive. Yeah, we got Sunish. Cousin Filter on. Yeah. Uh, no, the it's, fact um... that the Sisters of Battle had such a strong presence in Ninth Edition as well. Mm. Uh, it's, it's been really yes. good. Pretty good. Uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Another thing I want to say is their foray into the digital world. Uh, for a long time, they were hiding from it because they were worried about, in my opinion, the piracy aspects of stuff, making sure that you know, if they put something up, it could be found and shared quite easily. I haven't looked into the app yet, but just feedback that I've had, the teething problems that I've had are only minor teething problems, but the things that they're including into it, such you know, the back catalogue of white dwarves, the old um, uh, codexes, it sounds like it's a really good starting point, and they're deciding to to really put some brains behind some of their intellectual property online. Yeah, so I think that's one of the touchy points that um, yeah, has got that... the bit of the passion that is out there at the moment mm. is the way they've gone about it with some of the um, creators yeah, that... of the content. And I'm not going to get into that because no. I know how many feet that's that's tread on. I'm just saying what they're doing is how they're actually deciding to finally get onto an online environment and yeah. they're deciding to put a digital footprint out there. Well, I think it's yeah. good that they've decided to do that instead of just releasing EPUBs or Moby versions of their code. Well, yeah. I, I think it's a baby steps type of thing. Mm. Um, like, like a good example is Steam. When Steam came out, Back in like early two thousands, it was dog shit. Yeah. Um. And uh, over time, it has become you know a really good thing. And and I I dare say that might be the long game they're trying to play with Warhammer Plus and and all of those. Oh yeah. So um you know hopefully we'll see those things go. Oh, it can only go better up, and better. Right? I yeah. mean the fact that. You know, we're talking about how many codexes have come out. It's been great. But if you play Marines, you, how many books is that now that you've got to carry with you and stuff like that? But if you've got the app, yeah, you do have all the rules there. And yeah. they're up to date because they're live up to date. Correct. So there's a yeah, FAQ. Like, that's the point I'm talking changed. about. I'm not talking the, about the, yeah. the IP that they've stomped on or the video rights and this. I'm talking about the fact that they made this the stuff that they have is. stuff accessible on multiple yeah. platforms for those who don't want to use a, uh, a pen and paper book, don't want to yeah. lug it around. They've now got everything that they want to for a fairly reasonable price. Yeah. Yeah. Before they started doing some things that frustrated people, mm. like a lot of the changes they made with the app are really amazing. Like yes. we, we were all blown away by just how much was in it. Yeah. You know, we weren't expecting live updates on the codexes and stuff like that. We were com- completely blown away when we discovered that. I think it was we were on the air when Greg yeah. was like, oh, they've updated the FAQ in mm. in my app because yeah. he mm. was checking a rule and it had changed. Yeah. No, it's pretty impressive. And the fact that they give FAQs, so if they see it's yeah. not balanced or people are playing as written, not as intended, they'll come out and actually, no, no, it's not what we meant for people. Yeah. Take the unicorn helmet off. That's not what we meant. Yeah. And, and so to have that live, oh, much better. As long as yeah, you have the app. When you go and play mm. and you're on pen and paper and you're playing against someone with the app, that could make it awkward. Yes. 
And we've all got players like that, but let's just think, as as Mark said, it's it's baby steps. It yeah. really is yeah. baby steps. But I think they need to be congratulated on actually getting out there and making those freaking little baby steps instead of sitting back on looking at a single mode of delivery and a very archaic model. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because as I said, it'll be one of those things in five years you'll look back and go, well, why the hell did we ever use books? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm sick of all the books, but I'd love to have it on the app, and I'll, I think I'll have to get it eventually. Yeah. So I, don't to but I, I love think... having my books. I, 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 like, I, I like having the books, but I like the lack of I mean, I have a big shelf here full of books. I love books. They're my anachronism. There's my my pile of shame and my books are just here and my books are just here. (laughs) I've got all my books up there and stuff. My wife goes, we need to throw out some books that don't touch them. I I only have one shelf. These these boxes are full of books. (laughs) And and downstairs I've got another shelf full of books. That's right. Brought to you people by People Who Hate Trees. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I love trees. I love the smell of them when they're turned into books. I like playing Let's Imagine with my piece of paper in front of me. Yeah. Uh, Some of my favourite books are trees. Exactly. <laughs> Some of my favourite trees are books. Yeah. Some of my favourite trees. Yeah, books. Are yeah. Books. No, I think <laughs> they've done well, as you said, baby steps the apps, and I think. More content that will come to it um, will get me across. I just think it's still a bit early for me to make that commitment. Um, yeah. But and as long as I... I, I did the, the first version of it before it became yeah. Lima Plus. I had it and I used it. That was the funny part. All right, I'm never going to use this. What rule is this? All right. Yeah. Oh, look, there we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm using the AOS one, which is in beta at the moment. So it's it's on full release. It's got everything that's up to date at the moment. Cosmetically, it's a piece of crap. Um, looks shit on an iPad, but... It's the same functionality and it's free at the moment. Once they spec it all up and chuck it into Warhammer Plus, then maybe because I'll have two two games rules in one app. So that might work for me. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Go on. So I was just to say something else. I think that it's um, uh, it, they've been doing really well as their engagement on like platforms like Instagram and stuff like that. And mm. I know Michael and Greg have had their figures on the Warhammer site and I think that's really cool, and you, you, I see other people I'm following. They're like, "Yeah, this is on, on this has been mentioned on their podcast. My figures have been shown, and I mean that really re- creates a strong community around the the mm. hobby." Yeah, um, and I, I'm, I must be a little bit jealous that I haven't been shown yet. But, anyway, <laughs> yeah, but... It, it, it connects back to part of what they do with mine, with what I was talking about with the Warhammer Alliance. They're trying to build that community, trying to yeah. to mm. get everyone in as what they want to be a part of. They don't see it as a standalone with neck beads in a room. Only male sausage fest. Uh, you don't go near them because everyone's going to stink of bo. To a more open and approachable atmosphere across multiple platforms, be it physical, be it online, be it whatever, and it's mm. that community, as you said, Anto. And you know, I think you know, whatever I see, you know, some of the people I'm following and on Instagram, and they just go, "Oh yeah, I've been, I've been shown on the Warhammer." podcast tonight they're showing my figures i'm really pleased and everyone gets behind oh well done you know it's really good it's like you know that is really cool and and you you see the excitement of people actually you know their hobby being shown to a global audience is just amazing for them to actually they actually sit down and take that effort they talk about the um, they go through what's there and, you know, they congratulate people on a job well done. I think that's really nice. I think that's I was nice. fully chuffed when and, I got yeah, the and, message. And, and, and really, the, the best bit that, about, yeah. about that is that you're, you're broadening the people who go, I know a guy who got his model yeah. on 
on the site. And that's what I was about to say, Mark. It's just, it just it's it's smart and smart thinking because it gets awareness of their product, their brand, out to a market which people won't normally touch. It's like I've got some of the weirdest ones at my work, and I say, oh, we're doing some painting stuff, and I was doing some things. Oh, you know how to paint? Oh, yeah, I paint middles, uh, models. And then she goes, oh, is that that Warhammer game thingy robot thing? I've gone, well, she's close enough to know what the hell she's talking yeah. about. And because she's an Instagram person, she may have seen it from there. So it's it's smart. The community engagement's actually picking right up, and it's really becoming more acceptable for this to be a hobby. Mm. Mm. Yeah, right. oh, I think it's always been to be a sport. It, it, well, I think that's their end game is to make it an eSport, so, you know, Olympic sport, you know. It will be we don't have Baron playing because that'll be the longest friggin' game. Well, in that, the world. that's the they'd have to make it the game run smooth. I mean, it's not a complicated game system. It is what eight pages of rules. Yeah, yeah. If, I think if you're at Olympic level, you should probably have your own rule book by then. Yes, I'm screwed. Yeah, you should know your army back to front. Absolutely, I'm screwed. <laughs> What's um, my ballistic skill again? But they have brought in there. I mean, it's also not just the models and stuff. As you've mentioned, uh, electronic, all the games, the, the PC yeah. games, and even the mobile games, which I'm addicted to one at the moment. Damn it. One of my viewers suggested I should play it. I went, oh, give it a go. Damn you. Which one on board? Uh, Lost Crusade. Games aren't even bad. Yeah. <laughs> They're re releasing Space Marine uh, um, as a game of the year edition. Special nice. edition? Oh, really? really? Yeah. Haven't you seen what? that? Oh. No. No, I haven't. <laughs> okay. Space Marine's been released as a special edition and with more stuff in it as well. Oh, I'm so getting that. That was the best game ever. <laughs> oh. I'll let you guys play before I buy it. It was cool. Something, uh, speaking of games yes. and like things that are cool, has anyone else seen what they're doing with Warhammer Total War 3? No. No. So, Warhammer Total War 1 was all set in the old world of Warhammer. And Total War 2 was set in Lustria and the New World and the Dark Elves and all that jazz. And Total War 3, you're like, oh, well, where are they going to put it? They're putting it in, like, the Far East. So they're introducing Cathay as as a playable faction, and they've fluffed it out and made units for it and background and all that shit. It's like, Cathay hasn't had any work done on it since the freaking 80s? Yeah. Yeah, as, as someone who's not an old hammer, what the fuck are you talking That's about? It's really yeah, far east. Warhammer. <laughs> really old Warhammer. Yeah, like you go over there and in the Warhammer world and where the ogres and the chaos dwarves live, you go just past them and you run into, I can't believe it's not China and I can't believe it's not India and I can't believe it's not Japan. <laughs> in and Nippon. So is and this they're like actually the world putting those in the game. Yeah, this yeah. is the old world. Yeah, the world that was. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. And I'm just like, Man, that's amazing. And they're actually like doing cool stuff with it. Well that's like, yeah. And well, it's that's not just good. it's not just um the company that's doing it, uh fucking Sega or whoever's doing uh, yeah, it. Creative Assembly. One. It's that's... not just Creative Assembly. Apparently Games Workshop, in order to make it feel like it meshed, Games Workshop made eighth edition Warhammer rules for the, all of the Cafe Army units so that the guys could then convert it into their game system. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Wow, that's cool. Yeah, 
So well, somewhere out there is an illicit copy of 8th edition Cafe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my job. I'm the cyber fine. <laughs> you, you've mentioned this before, that the, the law, they've expanded on the law. Ninth is a different, but also in the books themselves. It's not rewriting Horace Heresy, which we know how it ends, right? Mm. If you don't, well, anyway. <laughs> buy a rule book. Yeah, buy a rule book. Even, even yeah. I know the hell the bloody Horace Heresy is. I know you should all bloody know. <laughs> uh, they've expanded the law and uh, bringing out new books, so it's not just what happened, it's now what's happening in the books and, thing, and yeah. the comics and stuff, which is awesome because there's multiple ways of getting into the hobby. We're in lockdown at the moment. It's very hard to play face-to-face 40K. But I can jump on a PC and jump on Vermintide 2 and go, yeah! <laughs> yeah! Or I can read a book and go, yeah! See a pattern? And, yeah! <laughs> and they've expanded the genres of the books. Like, I picked up, um, what is it, No Good Men, yeah. which is basically Warhammer noir crime fiction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and there's freaking there's uh, horror there's a ones whole, out there too. A whole subgenre of horror yeah. now. They have like a subsection of the Black Library site that makes horror, yep. like oh, old, wow. like old world Warhammer horror, and oh, also yeah. AOS. All the vampires go blah blah, blah blah. Yeah, that's like wow. They're really, really expanding what they do with their novels. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, it just reminds me of some of the old Warhammer fic- uh, books I picked up by accident. And it's just like, oh man, these were bad. But they were trying to do what you were talking about and try and do that old gothic um for the D and D players out there, the old Ravenloft style of oh, noir. Yeah. The Drakenfels. Yeah, yeah, the Drakenfels thing. I was trying to remember the name. I had the Drakenfels theories and it's like, oh, this is gothic, this is cool. What do you mean vampires don't sparkle anymore? He's Batman now. Come on. I, I, I think that's a paddling there. Yes. <laughs> They've actually rebranded Dragonfell series as Warhammer Horror and re released it. Oh, <laughs> I've got the old Corvac series and I'm going to reread them again. There's an old one. There's an old uh, Warhammer series called Conrad. And... I was about oh, Conrad. Yeah. Conrad. That's Conrad. That's Conrad. my favorite series. I love yeah. that book. Where that was Conrad... my first ever experience of Warhammer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, what was it? Conrad? I've got the books. I've got. I've just. I read Conrad not long ago, but I was still trying to find the other two. They're in my packed away. I've got them. If you want to borrow them, <laughs> yeah, I've got them somewhere. But thanks. <laughs> but yeah, like that was some of the first books I ever picked up. Oh, that yep. would have been in the. Oh, jeez, that was 20 years 80s, ago. The... Early 90s they yeah, came out? Yeah, Conrad know. Saga. 1990, yeah. Actually, it says 1990 they came out here, so yeah. Oh, Warblade wow. and Shadowbreed. Um, yeah, I've, I've got them. Yeah. I've got them. <laughs> they were absolutely brilliant books. They, I was so close to going down the Warhammer path for that one. <laughs> no, I have been seriously thinking about rereading those suckers for a long time because I said they were the first ever experience I had with the Warhammer world, yeah. ever. Yep. Yeah, I think they well... 40k world was a bit sooner than that, but I didn't read Conrad until it came out in the 90s. So, oh yeah, wow, but, yeah, really good. <laughs> One of the other things I've done well is multiple ways to play 40k on the table. Mm. You've got your yeah. two thousand point, fifteen thousand points sort of style as well. You've still got Apocalypse, which I love, but you've got your kill teams, you've got mm. your Necromunders, you've got uh, Warcry, you've got all these different ways to play. So if you only got half hour. Throw on a war cry. War cry is a quick yeah. game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. If you get a bit I mean, longer, but in... you don't want. Sorry. 
I was, even in the 40k book itself, there's scalable rules for different sized armies. Mm. So you strike force right through to your incursions or whatever they are. Yeah. And, you know, the the uh, missions get harder and broader the bigger army you bring along. And, and still the narrative really... players push they're yeah. pushing towards narrative play as well. Yeah, yeah, it's actually narrative play as opposed to what it used to be. You can play narrative, make it up as you go. <laughs> that... yeah. Wait, it was fine. I, I, I like making up my own rules. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you play. Yeah, you're right. They make their own friggin' rules up, let me tell you. <laughs> the re-release of Space Frame was on the weekend. There you go. Thank you, Joker. Uh, it should be on Steam, yeah. Uh, and there was a big thing I did read. If you see the old one on sale... Oh, I'll take it offline. I'll explain it to you later because I don't remember. By the time people hear this, they won't remember. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I did really enjoy that game. That was a very fun game. Uh, oh. The multiplayer was very cool too. Uh, yeah. Just the bit with the... You get the jump pack, and it's like, yep, I'm sold. That's it. I'm yeah. in this game for it. <laughs> it's called, what, game. Anniversary yeah. Edition. That's the one. Ooh. Anniversary yeah. Edition. Yep. Cool. Wow. Yeah, but, I mean, there are some new games coming out, too. We've, we've got the Vermintide version of Imperial Guard stuff coming out oh, soon. Oh, Dark Tide. I'm Next year. very much looking forward to that. Yeah. And there's a Grey Knights one coming out as well. Um, the Chaos Gate. Ooh. And it... That, Blood Bowl, uh, Blood Bowl Three. Three is supposed to be coming out soon, isn't it? Isn't that out? Not out yet. Hmm. Oh. I have to have another I, lockdown I Blood Bowl challenge soon-ish, <laughs> but it's not out yet. Okay, I love Blood Bowl. So do I. Yeah. Because yeah. I was, I was hanging out for it to come out. It hasn't come out yet. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I do love Blood Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get into it, but it looked cool. I'll say that it looked cool. I've still got a half-painted team here somewhere. Oh, still, got, still got my lizardman I've, somewhere. I've the release date for Blood Bowl Three is next year. I've oh, got Skaven and okay. Year Say. I might have a look at it later. Yeah. Who knows? I've got the full game. I've got given yeah. it. <laughs> and, and you know what? They must be doing something right with the hobby because here we are talking about it on a month-to-month basis in the podcast. We wouldn't be doing this if we hated the hobby, would we? And we're not nah. alone. Let's be honest, we're not alone. There are a lot of people out there talking about this now. You folk are listening to us or watching us, so, yeah. Fuck it! Fuck <laughs> you lot! Um, those poor people. I'm so glad you're back. <laughs> there's a lot of editing this episode. I've had a lot of alcohol. Um, well, yeah, there's there's got to be some positives, like I've been playing for over a quarter of a century at this point. Yeah. So, And it pulled me in as an adult. Oh, um, Wow. That's How? a scary, scary thing for me. You shouldn't don't... have reminded me of that. No, don't that, think about um, it. 1987, I saw my first face read, and I was, I was hooked there. <laughs> oh. First blister pack yeah. I bought was a squats heavy weapon team. Yeah. 2012 for me. Face a plasma gun, metal one. Yeah. <laughs> a squad of skeletons, the really old multi-part Oh, ones. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah chaos Warriors for me. Of, of, of the Warhammer variety. Oh, the ones that just sit like yeah, that. The, the axe <laughs> one, yeah. I'd have to say it was uh, Chaos Dwarves. Chaos Dwarves? Chaos Dwarves. Wow. A species that no longer exists in the AOS realm. There you go. Mm. Oh, no, they, they still do in AOS. Um, you oh. can use them. They're... Mm. Um, <laughs> Jager says three decades. Yeah. Shh, shh, we don't use those words anymore. Shh, no one. <laughs> shh. 
they've, they've been legends. Yes, yes. Oh, you're in a legends. faraway realm where the flies always go flood, flood. Well, uh, that's a good point. I'm glad you brought legends up because one thing they got they did do. They, okay, we're not making this model anymore. We didn't do it, but we're not just taking them out of the game completely. You can still use your old legends rules for it. So it's not just clean slate. No more. Um, yeah. Uh, it's here. It's gone. Oh, on the horses, clip clop, clip clop. The uh, rough riders. Rough riders. Yeah, which is what I really wanted. So rough I'll riders are out, but you can yeah. still use them because they still have rules. They won't be updated, yeah. but they're there and they match the game that we're still playing. Mm. Not, usually a bit costly compared to... Uh, the two characters I created for the kit bash, uh, uh, both of them are legendized characters, but I can still play them. And I'm not going to play a tournament with them, so one, if it's a missing keyword and you clearly think, see, that is a Death Guard miniature, he's got the Death Guard keyword. Yeah. And yeah. that's what's good about narrative, making up your own rules. <laughs> there's making up your own rules, and then there's making up your own rules. <laughs> <laughs> Now these Space Marine Scouts have all got flamers, lol. <laughs> they go 48 inches, yeah. <laughs> Mortarian and Magnus were definitely Ultramarines. Mm. <laughs> Can I get rid of one camera? Let me see. <laughs> it's got me for once. Hey, Dennis Knight, how are you going? First box from the Games Workshop was a six-pack of plastic Eldar Lasgun Guardians. There you go. Ah. Plastic. Did they do less gun guardians? Yeah, yeah. and you I can get guardian shuriken. No, 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 no but you can get day. imperial guard with shuriken catapults as well. Yeah. yeah, back in the day, everyone used the same guns. Orcs yeah. had heavy bolters and bolt guns. Yeah. Like guard Eldar had. There were shuriken catapults, but they had las guns. I've got a squad of them. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, a box I only of lead rattlings. Shuriken <laughs> catapults. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it was good fun though. Yeah, with Rogue Trader book was yeah anything goes. Be, be careful with those rattlings, uh, Joker. Uh, lead, they, that's not cool. It's not. It's not swallowing them. <laughs> You're not we swallowing them, joke. Joker. <laughs> a lot of my space reads are still lead, the Blood Angels. Yeah, yeah. there was a, a running joke amongst my mates at high school when they took the lead out of the models. Was the old ones used to say harmful if chewed or swallowed, and they took it off. So our joke was, you know, now you can chew them at leisure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what can go wrong? <laughs> Lead poison. It's my kid bash. <laughs> well, so there is a lot of good out in the hobby. We're still talking about, we're still playing. We're still hanging out for this weekend to get back into actual physically playing the game again. Um, yeah, I've got a whole new codex to run. <laughs> yeah, I've got a whole army of finally finished painting to run. So yeah, I've got an I army got... of better finished painting. I could have Bellacore that could have a run. Two and a half. Mm, no, I've got a two thousand two hundred. He can't. Yeah. He, he can't go in the uh, last model standing. No, he no, can't. But he can play against Red Belly. Yeah, he can. <laughs> Currently, my last models. Yeah, we can bring back you know content for the stream as well. We can have their last painted standing this in October. So it'd be exciting. Can't quite squeeze it in finish. for September. But yeah. You should finish Mortarian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'll finish a pink. A pink horror. If he finishes more, I'm bringing the friggin' Wild Boy Dragon. Thank you very much. I, I, I would yeah. love to, to put a Gene Stealer against Morty. 
and I lose. What the hell? (laughs) You are making up your own rules. The lion yet? (laughs) Yeah, it's good. All right, so we wrap it up. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I'll let you. Oh, thanks very much. So yeah, the point of this episode was to remind people the hobby is actually a lot of fun and really good. Right? You can be angry, you can be passionate, but remember, don't lose sight of the actual fun part of it. You know, we're all here to have a game against a mate uh, and you know, banter with them and stuff like that. Have maybe, if you're illegal age, have a drink with them as well. Um, or five. Or five. <laughs> <laughs> or just one large one, like I did. Yeah. Uh, There's many aspects where you can go with the hobby, uh, with the books, the games, the, the tabletop, the different versions of the tabletop. Everything's out there. You can listen to podcasts, you can watch people stream on Twitch. Hmm. Red Belly would be a good one to watch. Ah. <laughs> uh, maybe watching us there now <laughs> when does this happen in the movie now sir <laughs> <Ain't seen shit. laughs> when did that happen you missed it alright so we'll real wrap it up I think we're doing well um, yes thank you for the nice t-shirts don't forget manscaped.com use the code word wobbly to get you 20% off and your free worldwide shipping so you can ship it anywhere in the world send it to someone you don't know in Alaska it's free but you can do it just make sure you use wobbly as the key word what are you doing with that camera <laughs> not, not like that <laughs> thought it was a thumb at first but okay that's not a thumb <laughs> anyway, listen to the podcast it's a cat's tail just want to point that out. <laughs> I'm talking about manscaping. That's not a thumb. Context. Context. <laughs> so thank you very much for joining us tonight. Uh, we had a bit of fun doing the manscaped thing. It's new for us. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, do enjoy. All right, Anthony, say goodnight. Goodnight. Mark, say goodnight. Just want to fight them out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and the other one? Rule zero, don't be a dick. Have a good one. (laughs) Adam. (laughs) Good night. Good night from me, and we'll take it away. Radio Mike. My mother said, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Join us next month for more Wobbly Player Syndrome.